Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Wednesday the 5th of April 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, it was D-Day, Donald Trump Day. New York prosecutors this morning alleged that Donald Trump conspired to illegally influence the 2016 election through a series of hush money payments designed to silence claims that he feared would be harmful to his presidential candidacy. The charges arose from a series of checks that Mr. Trump or his company wrote during the presidential campaign to his lawyer and fixer for his role in making a payment to a porn actor who alleged an extramarital sexual encounter with the former president. Now, the payments were part of an unlawful plan to identify and suppress negative information that could have undermined his campaign for president, Assistant District Attorney Christopher Conroy said in court. That's all the official stuff. It's the first time a former president has faced a judge in his own criminal prosecution. Trump pleaded not guilty. Outside, protesters for and against the former president faced off, but there really was no violence. Now, the former president said very little in New York, unusual for Trump, and in fact was warned by the judge to refrain from rhetoric that could inflame or cause civil unrest. That was in New York. Back home in Florida, he let fire. He called the justice system lawless and Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg a criminal. He had a go at what he calls the stolen election, Hillary Clinton, the Bidens, the judge involved in the case, as well as that judge's wife and daughter. And Trump said the only crime he's committed is to defend the nation from those who seek to destroy it. Hmm. There you go. How do you follow story number one with story number two? I'll have a go. The S&P ASX 200 closed up just one point today to 7,237 points. That wasn't bad given the week lead in from Wall Street. Not a lot going on as we head into the Easter long weekend. The big iron ore miners fell sharply and Newcrest, Transurban, Aristocrat Leisure and QBE all outperformed. Story number three, opposition leader Peter Dutton has announced that the Liberal Party will oppose the voice referendum later this year and instead push to legislate a voice that is not enshrined in the Constitution. The decision is sure to cause more than a few anxious moments for the party and comes after a poll in the Australian newspaper this morning shows that five states are in favour of backing the voice referendum with Queensland the holdout. The news poll shows 54% of all Australian voters support constitutional recognition of an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice to Parliament with 38% opposed. Critically, it shows that the referendum would also meet the requirement of obtaining a majority of voters in a majority of states. The strongest support for the yes case was South Australia, where 60% of voters approved. Victoria was at 56%, New South Wales and Tasmania were at 55% and Western Australia at 51%. In Queensland, only 49% of respondents supported the voice. Story number four, receivers have been appointed to take control of the Australian operations of ASX-listed BWX, the day after the beauty and skincare group called in FTI Consulting as voluntary administrators. BWX's operations outside of Australia and the go-to-skincare business, founded by Zoe Foster-Blake, are not in administration or receivership, and they continue to trade normally. Mind you, the administrators are looking for a buyer for BWX's controlling stake in the go-to skincare brand. Now, according to the Financial Review, the receivers have assumed day-to-day control of the Australian operations, which owns brands like Sukin, Mineral Fusion, and Andalau Naturals, as well as the e-commerce platforms Flora and Fauna, 
and nourished life. BWX said customer destocking and inventory and working capital issues led the directors to call in the administrators. And finally, story number five, more and more Australians are heading back to the mall with Westfield Shopping Centre owner Centre Group saying customer visitations are up 16% in the first three months of the year. That's 125 million visits to a Westfield store. Centre Group held its AGM today and reported a strong operating performance in the early part of the year. Sales for January and February are 17% higher than a year ago and 10% better than pre-pandemic 2019. It was the last meeting for outgoing chair, Brian Schwartz. We wish him well. That's it for the afternoon report for Wednesday, the 5th of April, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with your Thursday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.